Welcome to the Happy Millennials Podcast, the podcast where millennials come to get all the tools, news, tips, and breakthroughs to live a happier and more fulfilling life. I'm your host, Kyle Mackey. Let's get this show started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It's Kyle Mackey here. How y'all doing today? Hope you're having a great week. I hope you're excited for the weekend to come. Maybe you got some big plans coming up, going somewhere, enjoying the nice summer weather. Hopefully it's nice wherever you're at. It's calling for rain all week here in Vancouver, and it turned out to be a really nice week, so that's pretty awesome. But anyways, let's jump right into today's podcast. And before we do actually jump into it, I just want to remind you all that if you haven't checked out the three secrets that every millennial needs to know, that free webinar that I'm putting on, putting it on on Thursdays, definitely sign up for it. You can sign up for it at the secret, not the secret, just secret.happymillennialclub.com. That's secret.happymillennialclub.com. Come on out to that. Learn those secrets. See how they can help you redesign your life to help you create a more happy and fulfilling future for yourself. And if for some reason Thursdays don't work for you, send me an email at support at happymillennialclub.com. That's support at happymillennialclub.com. And let me know some other dates and times that might work for you better so that way I can potentially put on a second time or a third time so that way we can get this out to more of you and start helping you create that life that you'll absolutely love. In addition to that, I also want to put it out there again that if you would like a free coaching call, that's right, a free coaching call. I am a qualified love coach. I went to school for it. And my plan is to start making this podcast be more coaching sessions, whether it's every single session down the road or every once in a while to start off. It'd be great to have you on as a guest coaching client. So if you're willing to put yourself out there and as well allow other millennials just like you who are dealing with similar issues learn through your bravery and being a little bit vulnerable and sharing your personal story as I ask questions, but then you start to have those discoveries that are going to help you start moving forward in your life. If that sounds something that you're interested in doing and you're ready, you're eager to start making those changes in your life right now, then take advantage of this free coaching session. You can sign up or if you're interested, send me an email at podcast at happymillennialclub.com. That's podcast at happymillennialclub.com. Tell me what you're trying to accomplish, what you're looking for, what change you're trying to make, and tell me how you think coaching could help you get there. So with that all said, let's jump right into the podcast now for real. And I want to start off with the happy story of the day. And I'm calling this one the I'll be home for B-Day. That's my very good singing. I know you enjoyed that. Yeah, like a little like branch away from I'll be home for Christmas, but I'll be home for B-Day. Yeah, that's what I was trying to pull off. But anyways, there's this guy, Sergeant Seth Craven from the U.S. military. He was overseas serving some time in, I think, Afghanistan or somewhere in the Middle East. And he had to make his way halfway around the world to get back to West Virginia for his wife's C-section because they were about to give birth to his very first daughter. And he wanted to be home for that. But as 
eager and as excited as he was, it seemed like nothing could go right for him. Everywhere he was going, it was delay after delay. When he got into Philadelphia, there was really bad weather, so they had to delay his flight to the next day. And then the next day when he's on that flight, ready to get going, 30-minute delay. And before you know it, they say, unfortunately, we're having a technical issue. We're not going to be able to send this flight off today. And the next earliest flight that he could have gotten was the next day at 10.30 a.m., yet the C-section was scheduled for that very morning, which means he would have missed the birth of his first daughter, and he really wanted to be there. He flew halfway around the world just to be back for that moment. It was seeming like there was nothing he could do to get there on time. And that's when his story of him trying to be there for his very first daughter's birth, that a good Samaritan, just somebody that heard the story that was most likely going to be on that flight since she was trying to get to the same place, heard the situation and she reached out to him. Her name's Charlene Vickers. And she said that she has to be in West Virginia by Friday at eight at noon, absolute latest. And she couldn't wait for the next day's flight as well. And her and two of her friends were already planning to say, screw this flight. We're just going to drive. She had her car parked there She was from Philadelphia, but she needed to get out there, and they still had a space in the car. And so she reached out to Seth and was like, how would you like to come? It's going to be a crazy party. It's going to be a crazy ride. We're just going to go straight from here until we get there. And he couldn't say no. He took up these Good Samaritans offering to bring him all the way to West Virginia from Philadelphia, which is over apparently an eight-hour journey for free just to make sure that he could be there for his daughter's birth. So they left the airport, probably not in very good weather if flights were canceled because of that, and they went for it. And they got there just after midnight on the morning or night, I guess morning, of the morning that his daughter was to be born, and he was able to make it there for the C-section. So amazing how just somebody who you have no relationship whatsoever just happens to hear your story and they just want to help out. It'd be amazing if everybody in the world was just like this. You know, you need a little bit of help and somebody's there for you to help you get you where you need to be in those difficult times when you're feeling like things are just not going the way you would like it to. And if you're ever in a situation where this is the case, and you can be that person that helps somebody out, then I really hope you take this onto a challenge for yourself and put yourself out there to help somebody out because you never know what kind of impact that could make in somebody's life. This was a huge moment for this person to be there for the birth of his very first daughter. And thanks to Charlene, he was able to actually be there. So when you're ever in a situation, whether you know, you're on the side of hopefully getting help or you can actually make a difference in somebody's life just by doing something that's not really even putting you out of your way in any sort of means. You're just doing what you were already going to do anyways. She had to get to West Virginia. Her plan was to fly, but when that was no longer an option, she drove. She's going there anyway, so she picks this guy up and says, let's do this together. An amazing story. And ironically, or not ironically, since I planned today's session, it actually goes into today's session quite well. 
because today we're actually going to be talking about getting out of a rut. And so Seth, he probably felt like in a bit of a rut when everything just wasn't going right on his way home. Maybe it's not the exact definition of a rut, but when you're just starting to feel things aren't going well day after day, that starts to put you in that little bit of a rut that can sometimes spiral down into a huge rut. And if I'm being honest with you all listening here today, the last 10 days or the first half of this month has not gone the way I would have liked it to. The last 10 days specifically, I don't know what's going on with technology, but technology has not been loving me. I don't know what I've ever done to technology. I've always been a big fan of technology. I always enjoy watching, as you heard in that last podcast, Unbox Therapy, knowing all the new crazes and gizmos and gadgets that are out there. But for some reason, the last 10 days, it seems like things just keep on failing on me. As I said in the last podcast, when I was thanking Ashley for being brave enough to offer to be that first coaching client live on the podcast, the battery, for some reason, started to not be able to survive a hour or hour and a half. In this case, it only would have had to last about 45 minutes. Historically, this battery would last like three, four hours before it dies. But just that week, my audio recorder could not last to save its life. And I ordered a charger from Amazon that said it would be here on Monday. We weren't doing this session till Wednesday. It wasn't here on the Monday. It wasn't here on the Tuesday. I called and they said, it is out for delivery. It will for sure be there by the time you do that session, Wednesday at 3 o'clock. It arrived at 4.38. Within 20 minutes of when the session ended and I realized it didn't record properly when half the file was corrupted. I also had my Chromebook, which I'm a big fan of Chromebooks. I think they are an incredibly well-valued computer that for most people does everything you need it to do. I've also come up with this cool workaround where I can use Windows whenever I want by just using external server and I pay like 18 cents an hour, which is dirt cheap to have a extremely powerful computer on a $300 Chromebook. I can have any software programs that I would need on there and anytime I need to access just these few softwares, just log on in and as long as I have a great internet connection, it works great. I've been a fan of these Chromebooks for a while. I've had mine for maybe four or five years now. When anybody's getting a new computer, I'm always like, go for a Chromebook. It's awesome. Well, last week, I was starting to have feelings like these Chromebooks they suck. I do not want a Chromebook anymore. I want to take that Chromebook and throw it against the wall. Like every hour, two hours, it was just keep on crashing on me. And I couldn't figure out why. I was reading everything on the internet, how to make it so it would stop crashing. I couldn't seem to find that answer though. So I decided to reset my computer which ironically I did just like two or three months ago. And you'd think when you reset your computer, it'll last for a while. But nope, wasn't working. I did that reset, still kept shutting down. So then I'm like, 
what can I do now? Well, they have the, just like computers do, where you can like back up the system of it onto like a USB stick or like an SD card and then use that SD card or a USB stick to back it up that way. So it completely erases everything and then you have a truly fresh start. This had to fix it, right? This had to set everything back in that right direction. Nah, couldn't be further from the truth. That was just not it. I'd done everything I could think of to get my Chromebook back up and running. But no, it still wasn't working. I keep searching on the internet. And all of a sudden I come around this one obscure post. And this guy's like, I had the same problem too. But it seemed to be it was just my SD card. And at first I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Just an SD card? I'm sure this is more than just an SD card. But guess what? I took out the SD card. Hasn't crashed again since. That damn cheap SD card that was just sitting in the side of my computer for that extra 128 gigs of storage was the thing that put me off for about a day and a half. Made it so I wasn't getting any work done because I was trying to figure out how to actually use my computer without it crashing on me. A day and a half gone because of an SD card. And then yesterday, yesterday I was supposed to teach a spin class at 6.30 p.m. And I would like to say that I'm a very punctual person. If I'm supposed to be somewhere, I tend to be there on time, usually actually quite a bit early, at least like 10 minutes early. I do not like showing up late. I was recording some videos that wasn't going as well as I would have liked either. I think I recorded about three minutes of content in three hours. Lighting just sometimes doesn't work the way you'd like it to. Sometimes the way you talk into the camera it just doesn't sound right. There's something about when you're putting yourself on camera. You just try to make it seem so much more perfect. One of the reasons why I find like Instagram and things like that really troubling because it's just not necessarily the true you but i was using a studio so i wanted to make this stuff great and so i with my three minutes of actual content afterwards i went to go edit it and i knew i had a class that i had to teach at six thirty, and i finished recording just around five which is enough to potentially do a little bit of editing but i went into full full-fledged edit mode and for some reason, my notification either didn't go off or I didn't quite notice it because I was too much into the computer work. Time goes on, time goes on, and all of a sudden, I look down to the corner. It's 6.30. Something didn't feel right. Oh, shit. I'm not supposed to be here right now. I'm supposed to be over the bridge. The other side of town. Teaching a spin class. Well, I wasn't there. Luckily, there was somebody there to teach the class for me. I rushed over there because I didn't know that there was somebody there to teach it for me. And I got there, but I was late. So not only did I lose out on the pay to for that class, but I also let some people down. I tried to pride myself on knowing that if I'm supposed to be somewhere, I'm there on time. 
And these are just three of the things that have made me feel like I'm in this constant rut. It's just one thing after another. A lot of it has to do with that technology. But every single day for the past 10 days, it's just like something new has built on. And then it just makes you often feel like you don't want to even start that next task because something else is just going to go wrong. So you get into that YouTube mode. Yes, I said in my last podcast, I spent a lot of time this past weekend watching some YouTube videos. And that might be slightly attributed to this rut that I may be in. But this video is sort of like a sign that when you're doing this, something that you wouldn't normally do, that something is just not quite right. And this is the first step to truly changing something. When you're feeling like you're in a rut, like things are not going the way you would like it to be. When you have an image, a view of where you'd like to be in life at this current time, how you'd like things to be. If something is so far away, such as you're spending time watching videos, when you know you should be making podcasts, doing outreach, you know, trying to find some coaching clients, you should be creating some valuable content, connecting with different places that you can speak at. But instead, you're sitting there watching YouTube videos like I was with Dude Perfect, which is really entertaining, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. But you know that this is just not what the plan is. And I'm not saying you can't watch these videos because you're going to. But when you're watching them over and over and over again, and you know that's not the plan you have set in stone for you or set in store. What It's not what you set out to do. Well, then it's time to probably make a change. So what do you do when you're in a rut? When you're starting to feel like things are falling apart and that happiness that you're searching for is not quite there? Well, it really is quite simple on how to get yourself out of a rut, but it, it is simpler said than done. I've used this multiple times throughout this past week and then something else goes off and it sets me off again. But I've also used this throughout my whole life And at times it works absolutely amazingly. But again, it is quite simple what I'm about to say. But it is definitely simpler said than done. When you feel like you're in a rut, when your happiness level is starting to trickle down a little bit and you're trying to get yourself back up, what do you do? What do you do? Yes, you could just keep watching those YouTube videos, but that likely will not make you feel any better. Trust me, I've watched enough YouTube videos to know that when you watch that 70th YouTube video, it doesn't make you feel any better than YouTube video number one. It's just a distraction of what is actually going on. When you're trying to get yourself back on track, What it requires is that you put your foot down and you say, in this moment, I need to make a change. But the actual thing that you need to do is just that. You need to make a change. It doesn't have to be the perfect change. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to get right into work mode and that's going to be it. You just need to make a change from your current state, your current environment, whatever you were currently doing in that moment mentally physically you need to 
change it. So if your mind is just being distracted by these YouTube videos, well, then get away from the YouTube videos. Again, I know it's harder said than done. When you start getting into that little rabbit hole, it just keeps going down and down and down. And before you know it, wow, I've watched pretty much every video this channel has. It happens. But the moment you realize that this is not what you should be doing, you should be doing something else, you need to make an instant change. Because the thing is, you actually have 100% control over every change, every decision, everything that you're going to do in your life, you have 100% control over. So if you're in this rut and you need to make a change, one of the first things that I would suggest is get up and move. There's a good chance if you're in a rut, you're sitting down or you're standing up or you're in a certain position, change that position. The odds are I'm going to say you probably are sitting down because people, when they're stressed out, they don't get around and move. They go lie in their bed or they sit on their couch or they, you know, put on some YouTube when they're sitting at their computer desk. You don't want to do that. The moment you're feeling in a rut and you need something out of it, you need to get up and go. You need to get up and make a change. You're feeling down? Get up and think of happy thoughts. You're feeling angry? Get up and think of happy thoughts. You're feeling some other emotion? Get up and think of happy thoughts. You can think of whatever it is, but just think of something different. Think of a time that you used to laugh because of something that would go on when you were a child. For me, I could think of that time when I was driving around the little living room table on my green little truck and then I just pull over to my dad's coffee pick it up and take a drink of it I was like three or four years old my first taste of coffee on my green little truck ah what a nice little truck it was so much fun I could just drive around all over the place my little feet just tapping away tap tap tapping away just flying around that table it's going so fast if a cop were by, he probably would have given me a speeding ticket. That's how fast I was going. Just flying by. You need to change a state. So think of something else. If you think of this childhood moment that brought you happiness, if you think of something in your life that is going really well, if you think of you know, something in the future that you're looking forward to, that one might not be the best thing to look forward to because it might bring you down a different rabbit hole. But if you think of the things that you're grateful for, for those of you that have listened to my morning secret and how I start each and every day with the five minute journal, to me, this is one of the best ways to wake up because it automatically puts you in a better state of mind because you're thinking about the good things that are happening to you, the good things that you're planning to make happen in that day, the things that you're thankful for, the things that just make your overall quality of life so good. When you're in a moment of weakness, when you're in that little bit of rut, think back to the things that you wrote about in that five-minute journal. Because when you start to really think about and take a moment to really visualize those great moments in your life, the things that you're thankful for, the things that are happening great on a daily basis, it's hard to then start thinking about those things that are putting you in a rut because everything is from our state of mind and the way we are 
looking at everything from the outlook. Everything might seem really bad in the moment, but the moment you take yourself a step away, it might not feel the same. So change what you're thinking about. Think on something different and put your energy there. But again, as I said, get up or change whatever state you're in. If you're lying down, stand up. If you're sitting, stand up. If you're standing, maybe sit down. Or if you're standing up rather than just standing, start moving. Start walking around. Start going for a run. In fact, exercise is one of those things that will help you get out of rut quicker than anything else as well. And it's why a lot of people, when they have a bad day, they already do this. Some people, when they have a bad day, they get home and they go for a long run. And that long run makes them feel a hell of a lot better. Some people, when they have a bad day, they come home and they eat a bag of chips. Who do you think feels better? That person who went for a run? Or that person who kept thinking about that shit that went on in their day and is eating a bag of chips? The person who's getting up and moving. It's a change of state. The person who had a bad day was probably sitting at a desk all day. They come home, they sit down. And they keep eating. They might have been eating at their desk. Because it doesn't matter where you are, you probably are still stress eating. You're dealing with that stress in some sort of way. But change the state. Change your physical environment. Change your physical being. Again, it might feel harder said than done because it would be a lot easier just to sit down and get yourself back into that comfortable position. But this is on you. This is on me. I'm in the same situation right now. As soon as I'm done recording this podcast, I'm going to get up and go for a run. I need to change the state. Although talking in these podcasts always gets me excited, always gets me going. But I'm going to get up and go for a run. Whenever you're in a state where you're procrastinating because of, again, feeling in that rut, I can guarantee you the moment you just get back into it and start working back on those things that you know you should be working on, that's what's going to make you feel so much better. Not that current situation you're in. So whenever you're in a rut, whatever the situation might be, the number one thing you can do is make the decision right in that moment. The moment you come aware that you are in a rut that you are in a place that you do not want to be, make a change, any change. If you can change your state of mind, if you can change your physical body, body, if you can change your environment, if any of these three things can change, it's going to start putting you back in another trajectory. Make that change instantly because you don't want this to keep rolling on and rolling on and rolling on. Because the more you let it roll on, the more of a downhill spiral you sort of go on. You don't want to make it that the next day when you wake up, you still have that same rut going. Especially if you don't do something like the five-minute journal in the morning. That means when you wake up, you're going to be thinking about those exact same things you were thinking about as you went to bed. Maybe you were dreaming about it all night. Maybe you were having nightmares. And nobody wants a nightmare about those things that are going wrong in their lives. We want to be dreaming of daisies and butterflies and rainbows okay we don't really want to be dreaming about daisies and butterflies and rainbows well maybe some of you do i don't really want to dream about those i want to dream about like doing something like super exciting like paramotoring that's something that i've come across recently which seems really cool always wanted to get my skydiving cert but paramotoring sounds cool too because you're up in the sky 
and you're in control of where you want to go and you can like travel for a while. I could probably go from like Vancouver to Whistler all on a single tank of gas, paramotoring, flying through the sky. That would be cool. I know I just went on a crazy tangent there. And I don't even know where I was going with it, what I was saying now. <sighs> Those tangents. But anyways, if you're ever feeling in a rut, make the change instantly. Don't hold on to it. Don't wait for it to happen the next day or just some random time down the road when you just can't take it anymore. Make that change instantly. Making that change, it's tough. But when you do, I can guarantee you it's going to make you feel that much better. So don't hold on to that feeling of being in a rut any longer. Make the change. Get yourself out there. Do something you know you need to do. And in the worst case scenario, you can't get up from that desk. You can't do these different things. Think on something else. Don't think about the problem you're currently having. Think about a funny situation from your past. Think of a funny video you used to watch. Just think of something that will lighten up your day. Because when you keep on focusing on that rut, that rut is going to stay there. That rut is not going to go anywhere else. And I'm going to speak, I'm going to do exactly what I've been speaking. Right after this, I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to try to get myself back out of that rut. I'm going to try to get myself back in that right direction. Tomorrow, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to think of all the good things that are going on. I'm not going to focus on all these things that are, you know, mishaps after one after another. Tomorrow's a new day. Right after this podcast is a new hour and I'm going to keep going forward and so should you. Whenever you have those moments, you're feeling in that rut, make the change then, right then, in that instance. So I hope you find that useful. I hope you're not in a rut right now. I hope things are going great for you. But if they aren't, then this is what you need to do. But now that you know the happiness tip of the day, let's move in to get to know the host. And we have three random questions for the day. And the question number one is, would you rather be poor or ugly? Well, then that is, that is quite the question. Do I want to be poor or ugly? Well, if I was rich and ugly, I could just get some plastic surgery to make myself not ugly. But then again, who knows if that's going to work? This is both. These are interesting. Would I rather be poor or ugly? Oh, my God. These are so like, wow, this is a tough question. I feel like whatever I say, people are going to judge me so hardcore. I would, oh my God, this is a tough one. How did I come across this random question? Okay, would you rather be poor or ugly? I'd probably rather be ugly because this is, because to be honest, I, I don't think it really matters what you look like in any sort of way. I think what you look like on the outside is just so little about who you really are as an individual. And not that I think it's important to necessarily have all the money in the world, but I do know that if I just wake up in the morning and I look in the mirror and be like, damn, 
you were hot. You were looking good. And then I look in my pocket and I see no money there. Or if I wake up in the morning and I look in the mirror and be like, damn, you ugly. But they're just like cash falling out of my pockets. I really don't think that they're both, they're, they're tough situations. But if I were to go with one of them, I think I'd go with the ugly because I don't think it really matters what you look like. I don't think it matters how much money you make either. I think you could find a happiness in both those situations. But if I'm going to be one of the two, I'm going to be ugly. Besides, I just do a podcast. You don't see me. Now, if I'm speaking on a stage, then people see me. Oh, no. Tough situation. But I'm going to go with I would rather be ugly. Maybe I didn't give a good explanation for it. Maybe you'd rather be poor. Whatever your choice is, this is a tough question. But I'm going to go with I'd rather be ugly. Moving on to question number two. Load. Okay. Do you believe in a higher being? Well, then, this one could get me in trouble, too. So my answer to this is that I like to believe in a higher being. Not that I necessarily do believe in a higher being. It is a great thought to think that there is something bigger than yourself. This is one of the things I talk about the most in my three secrets to happiness is that believing that there is something bigger than who you are. So believing that there is a God and that everything you do is trying to make a bigger difference and is potentially trying to get you into heaven, but more so you're doing it because of these moral values that are all surrounded by what God thinks is right and wrong. I think they get for the most part, and I know there are your extremists, but I think believing in something bigger than you are sets people in a really good direction and it makes people want to do really good things in life, help others, make a difference in the world, really try to make society being the best society you could possibly live in. So in the sense, I hope that there is, and I would like to know that when I die, I go on to heaven and I live whatever is my great afterlife. Ideally, I would rather just not die and stay on this planet, potentially go on to another planet if that's how civilization goes, because I love the idea of living forever. It's one of my thoughts out there that I think is just great. Even if I get uploaded into like some computer robot and then I roam the world way, that way, that'd be okay. Now, since I am quite into science from my everything I've read, the videos I've watched, things like that, I think science would have a good reason to make you believe that there is not necessarily a higher being. But at the same time, when you actually look at the very beginning, something like the Big Bang, there is no good explanation for it. So then you could be thinking, well, it's got to be God. It's got to be a higher being. And it could be, but it might not. I think this is a really tough question to answer. And I think until there is 100% scientific proof in either direction, I think I would be making an incorrect decision trying to deny it or take it in. I'm not somebody who goes to church quite regularly. 
when I was younger, I was highly involved in the church. And I think people who are involved in the church, it's an absolutely amazing thing that they do. And I encourage that if you don't, and you think it was something that would make you feel like you're contributing to the world in a much bigger and more meaningful way, then definitely get involved with your church and be part of that community. Because I think some of those communities are just extremely empowering and they make your life that much better. For me, I like to think that there is something bigger out there, a higher being. But whether there is or whether there isn't, for me, I think it's important that I am trying to do something that is impacting the world for the greater good. And I think as long as I'm doing that, then I don't think it really matters if I do believe in a higher being or not because I'm positively impacting the world. And if there is a heaven and that's what we're trying to get into, then I think God would accept what I've done and would let me in, whether I believe or not, whether I think science is has more to do with it all than this greater being. But whatever the case is, I think if you believe in something higher, if you believe in a higher being, that is incredible. And I think you should keep with that. Again, I like to think it's out there, but science has pretty good evidence against it. So I don't have a 100% solid saying to this, but I like to believe. Moving on to question number three, the final question of the Get to Know the Host. It is, if you knew that you only had a year left to live, what would you do? If I knew that I only had one year left to live, what would you do? Okay, if I only had one year left to live, what would I do? I would definitely try to spend time with my family, my closest friends. That would be a top priority because I only have a year left with them. And again, hopefully there's a heaven that we learn about afterwards. As we just heard from my story of the higher being just one question ago. But I definitely want to spend time with my friends and family. I definitely still think I want to do what I'm doing, but I would focus on the things that actually bring me more satisfaction. So I would stop doing the things that are the things in my, you know, starting a business that I just don't enjoy. I would just drop those. So I'd probably keep this podcast going. I might call it like the one life to live podcast I think that would get a lot of followers. I think that would actually potentially help a lot of people. The One Life to Live. That's a, that's a catchy title. I wonder if I would have changed my podcast title to One Life to Live if that would get me more people listening. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But anyways, I think a podcast would be fun. But I th- would probably want to do traveling. So maybe it would be cool to travel around the world doing a podcast helping people see that even if you only have a year left to live, just live it like you were dying because I was or I would be. But I still want to be doing something that's actually making my days feel like there's a reason for being here for this final year. But I'd also want to have the most fun I can possibly have while still spending time with family and friends. So I think those would be the, the main three things. So podcast or talk on stages. I really enjoy public speaking. So the combination of those two 
wherever I can have the biggest impact in that shortest amount of time since I only have a year left and still experience some things that I've always wanted to experience in my life. Those would be the priorities. So there you have it. The three questions to get to know me better. I hope you enjoyed my answers. And that is it for today. So before we head off, I just want to remind you all that if you haven't checked out the free webinar, the three secrets that every millennial needs to know about happiness and fulfillment, then check it out at secret.happymillennialclub.com. Sign up. It's on Thursdays. And if you would like a free coaching call here on the podcast, if you are willing to put yourself out there to help other millennials, just like you who are dealing with similar issues, if you want to talk about those things that are going on and you want to come up with a plan, a way to get yourself from where you are to where you want to be in the future, then sign up by sending me an email at podcast at happymillennialclub.com. Tell me what you're trying to accomplish and tell me why you think coaching would help you accomplish that. And I'd be more than happy to have you on the podcast. But that's all for today. Have yourselves a great weekend. Have yourself happy day. And if you're ever in a rut, get yourself out of it by making a change instantly. Happy days, everybody. Talk to you soon.